The Bible Study Podcast, episode 578. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the kings of Israel and Judah with 2 Kings chapter 14. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. Today we continue on with what's going on in Judah. We were in Israel last week, and this week we're going to deal with King Amaziah. Amaziah, King of Israel, 2 Kings chapter 14. In the second year of Jehoash, son of Jehoahaz, king of Israel, Amaziah, son of Joash, king of Judah, began to reign. He was 25 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 29 years. His mother's name was Jehoadan. She was from Jerusalem. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, but not as his father David had done. In everything he followed the example of his father Joash. The high places, however, were not removed. The people continued to offer sacrifices and burn incense there. After the kingdom was firmly in his grasp, he executed the officials who had murdered his father the king. Yet he did not put the children of the assassins to death, in accordance with what is written in the book of the law of Moses, where the Lord commanded, Parents are not to be put to death for their children, nor children put to death for their parents. Each will die for their own sin. He was the one who defeated 10,000 Edomites in the Valley of Salt and captured Selah in battle, calling it Jokthiel, the name it has to this day. Then Amaziah sent messengers to Jehoash, son of Jehoahaz, son of Jehu, king of Israel, with the challenge, Come, let us face each other in battle. But Jehoash, king of Israel, replied to Amaziah, king of Judah, A thistle in Lebanon sent a message to a cedar in Lebanon, Give your daughter to my son in marriage. Then a wild beast in Lebanon came along and trampled the thistle underfoot. You have indeed defeated Edom, and now you are arrogant. Glory in your victory, but stay at home. Why ask for trouble and cause your own downfall and that of Judah also? And so we get this young king. He's 25 years old, which is an age where people are not necessarily the wisest they're going to be, although his car insurance just went down, so that's good news. But the first thing that happens is he starts to rule, and he starts to rule like his father, uh, generally a good king, although he still hasn't taken care of all of the places where people are burning incense, the high places here. He does execute the people who killed his father. His father, you may recall from two chapters ago, was assassinated. And then he wins a victory over the Edomites. And then at least according to the Israelites, he gets a little full of himself. And so he challenges basically the kingdom of Israel to battle. Now, remember that we were learning that the kingdom of Israel was diminished because of all the fighting they had done with Aram. But how diminished is a good question. And so the response back from the king of Israel, from Jehoash, is basically you're full of yourself. Just because you beat Edom doesn't mean you can beat me. Although he says it in more poetically with the thistle in Lebanon talking to the cedar. Uh, You can figure at this point that the king of Judah is the thistle and the king of Israel is the cedar. The big thing and the little thing. And it continues, Amaziah, however, would not listen, so Jehoash, king of Israel, attacked. He and Amaziah, king of Judah, faced each other at Beth Shemesh in Judah. 
Judah was routed by Israel, and every man fled to his home. Jehoash, king of Israel, captured Amaziah, king of Judah, the son of Joash, son of Ahaziah, at Beth Shemesh. Then Jehoash went to Jerusalem and broke down the wall of Jerusalem from the Ephraim gate to the corner gate, a section about 400 cubits long. He took all the gold and silver and all the articles found in the temple of the Lord and in the treasuries of the royal palace. He also took hostages and returned to Samaria. So it turns out that was a bad idea. It was a war that there didn't seem to be any particular reason for, at least none is given here in the book of Second Kings. And so maybe it was indeed just because Amaziah got a little full of himself as a young man. It continues, and for the other events of the reign of Jehoash, what he did in his achievements, including his war against Amaziah, king of Judah, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Israel? Jehoash rested with his ancestors and was buried in Samaria with the kings of Israel, and Jeroboam his son succeeded him as king. Amaziah, son of Joash, king of Judah, lived for fifteen years after the death of Jehoash, son of Jehoahaz, king of Israel. As for the other events of Amaziah's reign, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Judah? They conspired against him in Jerusalem, and he fled to Lachish, but they sent men after him to Lachish and killed him there. He was brought back by horse and was buried in Jerusalem with his ancestors in the city of David. Then all the people of Israel took Azariah, who was 16 years old and made him king in place of his father, Amaziah. He was the one who rebuilt Alath and restored it to Judah after Amaziah rested with his ancestors. Now, the real bad news here is that not only is Judah defeated, but for two kings in a row now, the king does not die in his old bed of old age, but is assassinated. And that's a particularly poor pattern. We really want to see a nice succession of king one to another peacefully, and yet this is the second time in a row when it doesn't happen. And the more you see that happening, and this is true both in Second Kings as well as in the world today, the more you see that non-peaceful handover of power, the more you know that things have gone downhill. And so this is one of those signs that things are getting to a point which is closer to the end game for Judah, at least before, at least in this period here, before something big is going to happen. Continues Jeroboam II, king of Israel. In the 15th year of Amaziah, son of Joash, king of Judah, Jeroboam, son of Jehoash, king of Israel, became king in Samaria, and he reigned 41 years. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord and did not turn away from any of the sins of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, which he had caused Israel to commit. He was the one who restored the boundaries of Israel from Labo Hamath to the Dead Sea, in accordance with the word of the Lord, the God of Israel, spoken through his servant Jonah, son of Amittai, the prophet from Gath-Hefer. The Lord had seen how bitterly everyone in Israel, whether slave or free, was suffering. There was no one to help them. And since the Lord had not said he would blot out the name of Israel from under heaven, he saved them by the hand of Jeroboam, son of Jehoash. As for the other events of Jeroboam's reign, all he did in his military achievements, including how he recovered for Israel both Damascus and Hamath, which had belonged to Judah, 
Are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Israel? Jeroboam rested with his ancestors, the kings of Israel, and Zechariah, his son, succeeded him as king. The other thing that you can look at in terms of how well a nation is doing, both now and back in Second Kings, is how long does the king serve? If he's going to live out a nice long life, he's going to serve for a long time, and that's what happens with Jeroboam. While Jeroboam is not remembered as a good king, good in the sense of loyal and faithful to God, he is remembered as an effective king in terms of getting back all of this land, both from Judah as well as from others. And it's interesting that one of the places he's getting back is Damascus, and this this tells you that when we talk about Judah and Israel at the time, that there are sizes were larger than they are today, Damascus would be in modern-day Syria. And so Jeroboam is an effective king, and he is king for a while. He's king for 41 years, which is rather a long time and seems to die of natural causes. And so Zechariah, his son, becomes king. Now, I don't know if you happen to notice here Jonah, the son of Amittai, being mentioned, but that is significant because that is the same Jonah, the prophet, that we get in the book of Jonah. And so it is useful to note that, I think I've said before, that the books in the Old Testament are arranged topically and not chronologically. So, for instance, a lot of the major and minor prophets are happening during this time period, during the time period of the kings. Not all of them, but a lot of them. And this is where you would insert Jonah if you were doing this chronologically. So, two interesting things about that. One is that this particular prophecy that is being referenced here is not mentioned in the book of Jonah, which is only four chapters long. That mentions him going up to the city of Nineveh and going very reluctantly via the inside of a fish, if you recall. But the other interesting thing about this is that Nineveh is the capital of Assyria, and so this is signifying the rise of Assyria. And one of the reasons why Jonah doesn't want to go is that he considers Assyria to be the enemy of his people and doesn't want to see them saved by God. Well, Assyria is the enemy of his people, and that is that big thing that is coming is a clash between Assyria and Israel. So stay tuned for that. And with that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. Are you concerned about tensions in the Middle East? Do you wonder where we're currently at in the biblical timeline? Are we really in the last days? Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Carl Muller with the Inside the Epicenter podcast. Every week, my co-host, best-selling author Joel Rosenberg, and I answer those questions and more. You'll hear inside knowledge of our meetings with leaders at the highest levels of government in the U.S., Israel, and the Middle East, equipping you to filter the news with biblically sound insights. Find Inside the Epicenter on your favorite podcast app, or go to joshuafun.com to listen and subscribe.